Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. Up dog, my man, the bat blue. Fellas out there, lots of things are better together, as we know, like playoff hockey. Or barbecuing with your boys, teeing it up, going to music festivals. Everything is better with Labatt Blue. But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some Labatt Blue lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA in Buffalo, New York. What's missing curfew? It's when you kind of play guilty, but you show up. How nice is a green light on the road, though? No practice tomorrow, no playing, just go. Scotty Upshaw in the clear, and he scores! In front, scores! A few laughs, a little bit of fun, and obviously a lot of hockey talk. You're listening to Missing Curfew. Fella, lads. Fella, my man. How we doing, buddy? Great. Doing good. good. to see you, bud. Yeah, it's nice to be back. How was, uh, well, we'll get into, that. We'll get into the, uh, to the Aspen and Uppies world, but how was the flight back last night? I saw that you got picked up by the Missing Curfew Sprinter van. And what a pro you're watching hockey right when you land. I like yeah, that. so the Fella Tour van is uh it's a big hit. The but Fella it's Tour nice van. to be back uh sitting in that seat. You know, I, I got my one captain's chair, you're right next to me. We got the game on. I, I, I originally was watching a little bit of the preview show, uh Pat McAfee and the boys on ESPN, uh with the national championship game, which we'll get into. Uh-huh. And then uh and then I turn on the Canucks Ranger game. Wow, Canucks playing good. But what a nice treat to get picked up at LAX. Funny story. So Garrett, shout out to our boy Garrett who's been driving. He's a grinder. Um, he's a grinder. Good kid, right? Great kid. Embraces the fact that uh, we might call him anytime. We need him for four hours or 14 hours when we go up to LA. Um, but listen, he, he pulls up. He's waiting for us at LAX. I got the kids, Christina, the nanny. And uh, <laughs> some fucking cracker tries to jump in the van. Opens the van. He's got a black hoodie on. He's he's he was like he he looked. He had his hands in his pocket. So Garrett's sitting there. He's trying to get the TVs to work. And this guy jumps right in and goes, "This is my van, right?" And, and Garrett goes, "No, you got to get out." And he goes, "No, I ain't getting out." And Garrett what? Garrett had to push him out. And the guy was like trying to get back in and get like the guy was just he was a loony to him. Okay, when you say cracker, you mean like crackhead? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like cracker he, could be called a white person too, right? If you, I, I don't. Know. I was like, no, no, no. But he was just like he. he he was a, a, he cra- was a hooligan. He, he was a he was a meth head. Yeah, yeah. He, f- he, and then and then so then he he's trying to slam it. Now he's like he's calling me. He's ringing me, ringing me. I look. I'm like, hey, I'll be right there. He goes, no, 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 no. Some guys like getting in the van. I'm like, what? So I'm coming through security, like exiting. And, and you got your I kids. My, well, I put my bags down. I come out, and he's like, <clears throat> you know, he's 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 emotionally like you could tell the adrenaline was going. And he's like, buddy, the guy had like this this metal pipe and was hitting the side of the door. So I checked the door. I can't have a can't have the sprinter van messed up. You right? the fellow. Then the... this. Then I see a cop with the dog sniffing. So I go over and I grab. I have Ruby too. My <laughs> so little. You check dog. your pockets real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I go over there and I'm like, excuse me, officer. He's like, yeah. I'm like, you know, my driver out there with the sprinter van. Some guy, some crazy fuck, just tried to jump in and he had to. Sh- I'm like, he had to shut the door and I think he tried to you know, wreck the guy up a bit. Like, I think... I'll tell you what, that guy's lucky I wasn't coming off of that. That's what I said. I would have fucking just tuned him up. Tuned him. That's game on, right? If he's on your... if he's, It's like your house, right? If he's in your car, you could just tune him up. And totally. And by by the flight, with the way the flight was too, you would have been ready to pounce him. Oh, yeah. It's just that you're jammed in that Were you delayed a little bit? Yeah, I was delayed. Yeah, because I came in yesterday just to catch up with a hall and the Sprinter van was still here. I'm like... Yeah, I was delayed. But I told him I was keep him on, uh, yeah, keep yeah, him on yeah. call. No, he was coming in while I was going out. But I thought you were supposed to land. At supposed to land at two forty-five and end up being four. But yeah. any, anyway, in saying that, you know, Garrett, fucking right, bud. Out of stand, sturdy on the fellow van, uh, yeah. the fellow tour van. Yeah, I got some swag heading for him. Uh, so when he does pick the boys up, he has a missing curfew hat, a couple tarps for him. So yeah, good guy, great good kid. Guy. I'm, I'm glad he, uh, you know, the first uh, little interaction with with some, you know, crackhead that he's ready to pound him. Fuck. I was proud of boy. I was proud of him. Yeah, you can play on our team anytime of the week. 
I agree. Well, welcome back, buddy. It's good to see you. You looked great last week at uh, Platform. Though. That was a good shot you had with that picture right there. You know that was what? good. Thanks to Did Noah. Did you take that Marty. picture? Or what? It, uh, was, uh, I, I didn't take the photo. Hey, hey uh, you guys mind if I take a picture? Yeah, I'll take this. This was a big photo. Couldn't have taken it off the wall. I know. Listen, speaking of photos, fucking Lupul, this guy, right? Like, I took his pictures from uh, 600 Hook, which, by the way, I rode my bike back uh, by 600 Hook the other day with Mac Miller. I, like, I thought it was getting fumigated. There's nothing around it. Uh, it. It could use a fucking paint job, though, I'll tell you that. <laughs> hey, it could use a paint job. And he's his own GC. You know, <laughs> you can just understand the problems he's going to have if that's the case. I know. mean, Joffrey Lupo as a general contractor fixing up a pad. Not perfect. Not perfect. But I drove by. I love that place. But I mean, we've all lived there. Um, but he keeps coming over to my house here. I saw him a lot through the holidays. And he, the pictures that I took from that house, he's like, Every time he likes, oh, those are my pictures. Uh, I'm like, all right, buddy, I, I get it. So I bought two My Morning Jacket pictures and a Pearl Jam photo from the last show ever at the Spectrum. Awesome. Yeah, I was fired there. up. Were that was the last the, show? Yeah, yeah, we were. Yeah. The last they Pearl Jam three, show. Yes, they played wow. three three nights there. And I want to say Neil Young opened for him. Wow. Yeah, it was badass. Dude, that is badass. And speaking of badass, shout out to our boy Frosty. I mean, I've never been to Ball of Rock, but anytime I see Pearl Jam and My Morning Jacket in the same, first of all, I think of you and Loops, like, whoa, I got to text these guys. But well, I think we got to go, man. Napa Valley, Let's end do of it. May. What, yeah. a, what an event, by You the don't way. mind some red wine, too, right? You get the no, juice. I've yeah. never been to Napa, but What? Yeah, and I, I talked to Christina about no, her birthday going. present. I'm like, you know, I want to go glamping. Or, and she's like, what? I'm glamping. You don't know me already after five years of dating? I don't want to go camping. No, but glamping's different, tell her. I, I agree. It's, I'm like, it's just us. It's and like the, the Four the Seasons out in the go to like woods. The Grand Canyon or like- Utah. Yeah. Mojave Desert, to, or is that what it's called? Yeah. Mo, uh, Mojave? Moab. 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 And then there's another one called uh, Zion. Like, yeah. there's all these really cool places. Actually, you I know where I want to go to? I want to go up to yeah, up to uh, where where the guy do the free climb. Up, oh, up that's uh, Yosemite. Yosemite. I would love to go up there. Yeah, there's there's a website I was looking at. We gotta shout out this open. T it's called um, Oh fuck what was it called i don't know but they, listen to tell your girl some of these glamping thing are are like yeah nice. badass nice um i i gotta think of the name because this place is badass i looked it up it's like i mean six seven hundred bucks a night but you get these full like wooden floored tents two bedrooms but a little bathroom in there yeah like and you're just out there totally and there's some of these things up at yosemite they have these the air wind um Airstreams. Airstreams. You yeah. stay in there. They're badass record players and shit. And then you got a fire right there up so where you could just get after it. But anyways, listen, I think we should put it in our calendar right now that the end of May, that's going to be like conference finals. So we'll watch the conference finals from Napa. But I think we got to go, especially because you've never been to Napa. Never been. Let's and do I, it. I know. I drink Let's as do it. much wine. You'd think yeah, I'd oh. be up to, to get it from the source. It's great. Right out of the ground. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Awesome. Um, listen, let's talk. Uh, let's talk some NFL um playoffs and the, you're the, talking about playoffs? playoffs we're just trying to win a game that they every year when the when the playoffs come they still put up that uh coach from the colts what was his name max jim mora or something like that and he just playoffs um anyways week 18 i had the bucks going into carolina win the division baker mayfield got it done for me and then listen the pats and jets were playing at foxborough and maybe bill belichick's last match snowing hailstorm we should have put a million dollars on the under we really should have like me you a loops and whoever we put a million dollars over loops I, had the over i think so in that group text oh yeah he did. i was sitting next to him too and he's like oh god yeah snowing but, i'm like i didn't put enough money how many on points were in the game 30 30 points no the over under was 30 yeah, the score yeah. was 17 to 3 it was a bloodbath yeah. for bill belichick's last game arguably you think he still coaches i think he coaches somewhere else I think Jim Harbaugh is number one for the Chargers job out here. And if Harbaugh doesn't want it, I think we'll see Bill Belichick out here for the LA Chargers. Yeah, I think Harbaugh, he's got a good thing going. If I'm Harbaugh, I go to Chicago now. They're going to get the first overall pick. They're going to take Caleb Williams. They're going to have another two first-round picks. You come back. You, you did it for Michigan, your alma mater. Now come and do it for your old team and win a fucking Super Bowl for the Bears. Oh. That's what I would do. Max is shaking his head back there, but I think that sounds smart. Why? What's what do you, you don't, don't think? You like Max, that Max or what? No, I, I like Harbaugh to the Bears. I don't. I don't think Harbaugh or Belichick uh, are coming to the Chargers. That was okay. what I was shaking my head. Yeah. At. Okay. Well. You. Well. But I mean, to me, the Chargers is an appealing gig. You got your franchise quarterback. You got worst a brand ownership in all of sports. 
And those two guys have a good enough football pedigree. They know that they ain't going to come work for that for the Spanos family. Do you think it's worse than like the Browns? Yes. Really? Wow. The one Spanos is a member at Big Canyon. I know. He is. I'm going to tell him you said that, Max. Yeah, Max, heads Go up. Ahead. I'm going to fucking tell him you said that, Max. He lives down there, so he's all pride. You know, he's he's, oh, he's speaking mad from he's his heart. Mad they left, eh? I know. You're still mad 100%. they left. Hundred percent. It's because you guys had a shitty stadium. Hey, speaking of that, did you see the Holiday Bowl, Max, at Petco? It it, it looked okay on TV. I thought. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I mean, Petco Park's one of the best venues in all of baseball. You know, good, good venue to throw mm. a bowl game at. But you just can't have a football team there because it's it's still like the, it's, the field is like on the infield, and then you got left yeah, left yeah. field. That's yeah. It's, but I mean, with the way that most of these fields look nowadays, you might as well just play on a fucking ice rink. Like it's a, the the grass is so shitty. Yeah, you know. I I would say to Bill Belichick though and Harbaugh, like if you do sign with the Chargers, like don't worry, you don't have to live in that cesspool of L.A. You come down here and live in Orange County. Right, yeah. I think they practice well, yeah, yeah. in Irvine. Mm-hmm. Right, you practice in Irvine. You live down here. We'll give you the Sprinter van to take to the game. I, I, I love to see Bill Belichick coach the Chargers. I think it'd be great fit. I, I don't it's know about the ownership. Is a little, cry, a little, a little uh, you know. Well, they need somebody a little crusty. Yeah, they need someone like like like, like Torch is doing in Philly. They need someone to come in and kind of. These guys yeah. live out here in the nice weather, and they're all making. They all got their big contracts. These Chargers and they're shit. Yeah. You bring Belichick in and say, "Hey, listen, this is how we play football now." And their defense was god awful, and you know he'll help with that. Could he be a hard knocks candidate? You think Bill Belichick? No, I don't chance, know. Right? Probably not. He's just so dry. Hey, yeah. speaking of the hard knocks, you teed me up, bro. Uh, this Mike McDaniel's guy. I, I want to have a beer with this guy. I want to go out Miami with him. This guy's a beauty. I think you should dress up for him as Halloween next I year. Know, don't tell too many people that he has the off white shoes and the sick watches, and you have all kinds of off white and sick shit. So, um, but anyways, Dan Marino was on the sideline with his like, with his gold jacket on, and it just reminds me of. When I was playing for Calgary and again, was coming back. So what Mike McDaniel said, Mike McDaniel was like, they're like, oh, and Hall of Famer Dan Marino with all his <laughs> records. And he's like, fuck you, Dan. Fuck your records, Dan. We're coming for your records, Dan. I'm like, this guy's a beauty chirping Dan Marino yeah. in a tasteful way. And I, I just remember it was Aginla's return to the Saddle Dome and I'm playing for Calgary and, you know, I was playing no minutes and you could sense in the room before the game that the boys were like, you know, oh, I'm Iggy and, and I'm like, you know, Right before warm up, I'm like, "Hey, fuck this guy, boys! What did this guy ever do for this city? Let's stick it up his ass!" <laughs> and everyone, like Geo and, and Stage and Cammy, they're all just like, <laughs> and Big Ern's like, "Good one, Ohms. I'm like, "Fuck!" I was only joking. Yeah, like, I, mean, on, I, boys. I know what Gidless the man around. I am here. on your team. I'm on your fucking team. So, uh, I, if you guys haven't checked out Hard Knocks, check it out. Updog playoffs. Talk to me, fella. NFL playoffs are here. What do you? Who do you like? What are we thinking? Look at those matchups. I'll what tell you, you what I uh, tell you what I did bet. I bet I did a little teaser, and I'm going to throw this out there. I'm taking Tampa Bay with the points at home against the Eagles. Wow. I just that's big for you. The Eagles have stunk, and they've cost me some cheddar, which is kind of why I put myself on the shelf the last little bit. No, you're but, back, but I mean, listen, they losing five of the last six games, and. You know, some injuries are piling up. We just had Jalen Hurts, like his finger went on sideways. No fracture, they say, but still. Yeah. And then, you know, A.J. Brown falling out of the game. Looked like a tweaked MCL. If at best it's a tweaked MCL, I think they're saying he's going to be okay. But um, it just, you know, Philly land, man. There's something going on. So I took them, and I got Rams going into Detroit, getting three and a half points. I ain't, I ain't going, going to I, Detroit. I ain't going to D-Town, baby. I ain't, I ain't going. going. Um what do you like that? I got that. I think two little baggers. Great game. There's a lot of points to be taken in this first round of the playoffs. Like I would say take this. The underdogs. And you know this. You played a lot of playoff hockey. You know, Jared Goff did go to the Super Bowl with the Rams, but a lot of those guys in the Lions, first playoff experience at home, a lot of pressure. Stafford, just give uh, enough like give a like, I guess, swagger to say, fuck you. I'm gonna come in here, my old stopping grounds, and get it done. I like that. I'm going. I'm going Saturday with Mac Miller to Arrowhead. I've always wanted to go to Arrowhead. Um, I didn't get to go throughout the regular season, so I'm going. It's going to be freezing, but I got Dolphins Chiefs Saturday night at Arrowhead. I can't wait. I got, dude, I bought this OVO Drake uh, Kansas City Chiefs toque. Sick. I got this old school Chiefs like winter jacket and a fucking yellow hoodie. And then I'm gonna have the heat warmers and everything. Really? I'm Where fired did you up. Find all that. And if I see Taylor Swift, if I fucking walk by Taylor Swift. I'm I'm not going to, but I do got good seats. Row nine at the fifty yard line. But if I see her, I might have to chime. Right? Uh, yeah. Well, I just be like, hey, you ruined the whole season. You, you, ruined you the have. Whole season. Yeah, your team is stunk. They because, stink. Yeah, because they all they focus on are you. Yeah. Travis Kelsey's having an off year, but well, for more reasons than one, probably. But you know what? It's football. It's It'll be football. interesting to see. Uh, 
that that game. I mean, they're kind of a team too that hasn't been rock and rolling. No, they're yeah. lu- they're lucky that that Buffalo, your your Josh Allen and the Bills that won that game because yes. I just don't think Miami. It's supposed to be like four degrees up you, like colder than it was for that alumni game in Aspen. I don't Miami's think I don't think Miami can come up. in and put the winter jackets on and the toques and and I don't know, right? Do you think? I don't Tua? Think, no, I I agree. I'm gonna I hammer the Chiefs. Buffalo, you gotta you gotta watch out for Buffalo, man. You gotta watch out. Um, but look, I like see Packers getting seven and a half points against the Cowboys. I, I just like these teams kind you of do, eh? Yeah, I do. I, I don't fuck. I do. I was gonna tell I was gonna say the, the Cowboys are my lock of the weekend for that for them. I, I seven think, and a half? I think they roll the Packers. If I had a lock of the week right now, <laughs> I see I like Houston. Bills too. I like Houston. CJ yeah. Stroud, bad. He's back. I would agree with you. He looked good last weekend. I think the Bills take it to the Steelers. I think the game of the weeks are going to be what you said: Rams, Lions. Uh, I like the Bucks as well, but I think that Rams line is going to be the game of the wild card up dog. Yeah. Two great teams and two quarterbacks, man, going back at it. It's going to be unreal, right? Like Matt Stafford back in Detroit against Goff, and Goff's got to play with the biggest chip on his shoulder. Yeah, yeah, but that's they both true. Well, I mean, they both will. I just want the Bucks to win so bad. Yeah, back. Goff lost the Super Bowl. You yeah. know, he, he, quarterback comes in and takes the team to the promised land. I fuck, I know the feeling. We're going to get to that. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I just can't wait. I, I love Baker Mayfield. I, I actually, it's been a love hate. You know, you talk about your Eagles. I, I used to bet on Baker, and he fucked me so many times that I started to hate him. But now I love him again, and to see him in there, and if he could take out Larry Bettman's Eagles. Bettman's been, ta- I mean, Flowers been talking all year how good they are. Right? He won't admit that they're just shit. I'm like, just admit it. It's okay. Like it doesn't make yeah. you less of a fan. Their D is the worst, or arguably the worst statistical defense in the NFL. Swiss cheese, Swiss garbage. Me and the updog, we got a couple parlay cafes that are well. Uppies is a parlay cafe. Michigan Wolverines, congrats to them. Portnoy, that beauty. Jim Abbott, congrats to him. Uh, updog's got Michigan to win the national championship, which is taken care of, and you need the Niners to win the Super Bowl, and I need the Ravens Niners just to meet in the Super Bowl. What was your, you got. What, plus 1,700. Yeah, see, nice. Yeah, I'm plus, uh, I was plus 1,100. There you go. What are you, plus 1,700? Yeah, 1,000 to win 17. Oh, wow. So I'm 300, oh, I'm 300 to win 3,500. So what's that? 10 to win? Yeah. Yeah, you, that's a great that's bet. That's pretty good. Fuck yeah. You got one one half of it already hit. You're, Check mark. You're Let's in, baby. go, baby. Uh, listen, shout out to Randy Moss. We talked about when he mooned the Packers, Updog's first ever NFL game. He had this segment on Sunday morning countdown. It was called Straight Straight Cash Homies. Um, listen, Uppy, these guys, there were so many bonuses on the line. I I'm know. like, like, look at Mayfield got two bananas. Good got for it. you, Baker. Gino didn't get it. This one, I guarantee that the Colts GM was like for Garden Minshew when his agent's like, okay, we want two bananas if you get 65% of the snaps. They're like, yeah, we'll give you that. No problem. Boom, that hit. But DeAndre Hopkins, Uppy, he needed 49 yards. 49 yards. For a million and a half bananas, and he didn't get her. Tannenhill. I don't care. Throw a fucking audible out there, will you? Just throw it to him. One time. He needed, I think he missed it by two or, it was under five yards. I couldn't believe. And you so know what? Check that. No, it's funny you say that, Uppy, because that was the one that I saw on the straight cash homie that I'm like, this is what I want to talk to Up talk about. For a million and a half. If, if he's I, the quarterback and I needed 49 yards, I'm like, Uppy. He like, missed it by three. When three we show yards. up to the, the field, you're like, hey, throw me the fucking nugget until I get it at the start. Right? Then you got to take care of that right away. I, I'm early milk carton, right? Tannehill. Okay. Throw the, on there. What in the F? He'll buy you a goddamn boat. Buy you a yacht. How's right? that? Here's a $700,000 boat if you hit me with a three-yard pass. Or something. What are they thinking? A couple of Rolexes. And, and listen, I love Mike Vrabel too. I love Mike Vrabel from his time as a Pats. I think he's a great coach. He had a great soundbite last week to this reporter when he asked him about, you know, trying to win the game. He's like, because I hate fucking losing. That's why you try yeah. to win the game. But you got to put on the coach a little bit too. Like, he's got to want these guys to hit the bonus. Did you see how many receptions he had though? How many did he have? Seven. It's yeah. Not, it's not like they didn't throw to him. No, but I don't care. Down you the stretch. Done. Down the stretch, you throw it. Now, they did do the Steelers a huge fave, right? They went in and beat Jacksonville, and the Steelers are, you know, marching on to the playoffs. They didn't have to wait on Buffalo-Miami game, which, good luck, because Buffalo's buzzing. But they would have needed Miami to beat Buffalo to get in. Instead, Jags lose Tennessee without the, you know, Hopkins million-and-a-half bonus. I don't care. you got to get that bonus for your guy. I agree. They threw at him 10 times. Well, you throw at him 11. You throw at him 150 fucking times until he gets that bonus. That's a million and a half bucks. I mean, he it, did it, get it, two TDs though, right? 
uh, one. You got one TD? Oh, the Princey fucked that up. But <laughs> why don't put him the running back? Can you can you put him in for running back for three oh, yards? Be receptions. Oh, he's receptions. Yeah. We could throw a little screen to him. 100%. Anyways, I'll be I'm fired up for NFL playoff football here. Uh, keeping it rocking with some, it, moving into some combat, combat sports actually here. My Irish brother, Conor McGregor, is back, fella. Put down the fucking proper 12 and whatever else you got there, Connor, <laughs> and get in the gym because he's got Michael Chandler, June 29th. I will be there. I will be there at International Fight Week, and they're fighting at 185 pounds, which is basically That's two big. weight classes up for oh, Chandler. Wow. Because Connor. Yeah, McGregor. McGregor looks like he's on roids he's, right now. Right? McGregor head, looks like he's probably 210 his head's pounds. as right big now. as yours when you, were, yeah, yeah. when you were buzzing. My head's still big, but. I can't wait, Uppy. I mean, listen, I know you're not a huge UFC guy, but I think you got to make this. Yeah, I'm putting it's it on the calendar. Fellow tour. Yeah, International Fight Week. Dude, actually, sorry. This is the same weekend as the NHL Awards that are at the Sphere. So you will be there. Yeah. Fellow tour, baby. All right, who are we going with? Conor McGregor. No, but okay, for gambling, but do we have like a, a group that we're going with yet? Or? Well, as of right now, yeah. it's me, you, Evan Knapp, and I'm trying to get Tom Riley to come. Oh, nice. Yeah. What a group. Yeah. Fuck yeah. But Tom hates UFC. Like he, he despises it. Does he? But he's a hockey guy. He's just a boxing hockey guy at heart. So uh, last but not least here in the little rundown or intro, whatever you want to call it here, uh, shout out to the Anaheim Ducks. I mean, they should just wear these all the time. By the way, that? those jerseys, they, they fuck. They fuck. Yeah. Uh, Chris great. Loomis uh, at the Ducks has been doing a great job with the alumni. It's the 30th anniversary of Ducks hockey. Uh, so it was um, the second decade. The second decade, they brought in the Stanley Cup champion team. Uh, they've asked me to come out. Uh, you know what? I'll be listening. I, I saw Chris Pronger. Love prongs. Robbie Niedermeyer. Robbie Niedermeyer's. He, he's the best chirper in the league, right? So whenever we meet each other, we start we start catching up a little bit. And then he, he looks at me. He's like, he's like, fuck Gomes. You look, look pretty good. He's like, I gotta be honest. I thought when you retired, you end up in a fucking wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, I just dropped 37 pounds, Bobby, but uh, no, I'm not in a wheelchair, fella, but it was so great to see him. Jiggy, Solani, Kent Huskins from Huskins Coffee. Yes. Um, so congrats to the Ducks, or not congrats. Thank you to the Ducks. It was a great night up, Doc. So they let anybody in there, huh? Yeah. Well, you're the honorary. You did play there. I mean, trade at the deadline, awful. But they brought in, who was it? Hus Kent Huskins was, I, I reminded Husky too. Yeah. I said, by the way, if I don't get traded, you end up the whole year in the fucking You don't even have a coffee shop. Yeah, you don't even have a coffee shop. Yeah. Husky, but shout out to Kent French. He was, you, you could tell that, like, you know, he knew obviously. So when we're we like, we got a Q and A. I'm like Q and A. I'm like, I'll sit that out. Just let the boys, let the big boys go up there. He's like, no, you got to go up there. I'm like, all right, I'll go up there. So some Mr. Curfew fans were there, but um, us, uh, French is trying to team me up, right? He's like, uh, you know, he was he was with the young guys, you know, Getzlaff, Perry, Penner, and Cincy in Portland, and made the team and this and that. And I'm like, Frenchie. Thanks for teeing me up, buddy. But what he's saying is I'm the only guy up here that doesn't have a Stanley Cup ring. So I see what he's trying to say. And then I kept going up. And I'm like, by the way, it's nice to see Randy Carlisle not have to weigh in. You know, usually when I see him, he makes me weigh in, right? That's Prick. great. Yeah. So Good chirp. It, it, it was great. Um, the Ducks do a great job with the alumni trying to grow it. But shout out to Sammy, the girl there that runs her whole, I think she's be the publicist of their team maybe. She runs everything. Great awesome. girl. For the, for the guys? Yeah. For the whole team, all oh, the off-by nice. stuff she takes care of. She's cool. a sweetheart. She'll be in Toronto at the All-Star Game. So uh, I thought I, I wanted to rec, uh, rock the jersey up, dog. It looks pretty nice, eh? It's a great uni. That purple, yeah. is a, it's a deep purple. It's nice. Yeah. A lot of Red Wings fans there. I forgot how much the Red Wings fans travel. They travel, man. When I played in Nashville the, the, our first few years, it was full red. The yeah. Red Sea. Gridlock. And then it was like... It's never, against it's never good when you see the red sea. It's never good when you see the red sea. It's not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be right back at Mr. Curfew. <laughs> Up, dog, my man. We're bringing Lucy to the fellas. Lucy? What's Lucy, fella? Funny you should ask, my man. Lucy makes next-level nicotine. If you're tired of buying the same mediocre pouches everywhere you go, stop settling and switch to Lucy, fella. Lucy is made by people who love using nicotine for grinding at work, late nights at the bar, or taking the edge off in the morning. And since they know nicotine, Lucy products have unique features like a double-sided lid that has that disposable area for your used pouches. That's nice. I know you like that, fella. That's nice. 
Skip stopping at the gas station and order online at lucy.co backslash curfew and use promo code curfew to get 20% off your first order. Lucy offers free shipping and has a 30-day refund policy if you change your mind. That's L-U-C-Y dot C-O and use code curfew to get 20% off and always free shipping. And here comes the fine print, fellas. Lucy products are only for adults of legal age and every order is age verified. Warning, this product contains nicotine and nicotine is an addictive chemical. Up dog, fella. If you're at the bar, club, or better yet on the golf course, and you look over at the fellas to order something, and they all freeze up. Well, I'd tell them, hey, boys, loosen up. But what would you do, fella? Exactly. Have some confidence, fellas. Or as Jagermeister calls it, confidence. If everyone's struggling, here's what you do. Just order for the table. A round of ice-cold Jagermeister shots. Damn, that's cold. Because apparently, up dog, we've all been drinking Jagermeister wrong. I guess so. And how do you think we should be drinking it? The fellas at Jagermeister, they want it at zero degrees Fahrenheit, Uppy. You know what? Thinking back, oh, when that cart girl comes around the path, Obes, and the boys are thirsty, and you're just wishing, damn, I'd love just a nice cold shot of Jagermeister. So wherever you are, if you're hanging with friends or at the bar, call the shots, fellas. Cheers, with ice-cold shots of Jagermeister. Damn, that's cold. And remember to check Jagermeister out at www.draftkingsxjagermeister.com. Drink responsibly. Jagermeister liqueur. 35% alcohol by volume. Imported by Mast Jagermeister U.S. White Plains, New York. Welcome back to Mr. Curfew. Uppy's World. Party, Party time. time. Excellent. Excellent. Aspen, baby. Oh, I'm back, though. I'm back. Listen, Aspen was a great time. Yeah. Snowed the morning I left. Let me ask you I something. I didn't even get to ski. Let me ask you something about Aspen. Yeah. You know, you're a good skincare guy. You got good hair. You look good. You're aging well. The skin, the nose, the throat, does it not wear on you a bit up there? Like, are, do you feel good up there the whole time? Uh, or it's, a, it's That's a loaded question. <laughs> no, because I didn't sleep much. Well, but for more reasons than just going out here. and having fun. Like, Beckham was, Beckham was sick, so... You know, with the kids, it affects them more than anything. Now, well, what was the worst is like throughout this hockey season, going different towns, different hotels, that like you just get that crusty like head cold all the time. Yeah. I, I got to be honest, I haven't had that. Maybe it's the life force or maybe it's, you know, just drinking the good salt water, those elements. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Humidifiers, right? Key. Key. But this this little guy I got, man, he was up like every night, two, three times a night. That's not perfect when you're getting home. You know, after three or four old fashions and a bottle of wine at midnight, you're trying to, you know, yeah, have a productive pinned. day you're, the you're next pinned. day. <laughs> yeah, you're pinned. It's not perfect. So the the, <laughs> the dads out there, you the, you know, the parents, it, it's not perfect when your kid gets the cold. But I will oh, say, yeah. um, I had a great time. I took the kids skating. Izzy, for the first time, wanted to wear skates, wanted to skate around. She did the little blue, uh, you know, the blue pusher things. So saw that, the picture. Yeah, that cute. was great. Um, saw Sophie Tucker. At uh, Snow Lodge, great time. Sophie oh, Tucker, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, she brings a good crowd around. This, yeah. did you see Nas? Well, I, I went and saw Nas, and we had dinner next to him. That was the night before uh, New Year's Eve. That should was... I tell my Nas story? Luke's want me to tell you should. Nas story. Yeah, it's incredible. This is Uppy's world, but um, let's you know go back to All Star Break. Uh, my first year in Colorado. Me, the fact daddy, and Windbag go to Aspen, and we bring some girlfriends of ours that we met in Vegas at the start of the year because we had an exhibition game in there. They went to the University of Arizona. So they meet us at Aspen. We're having a great time. I'm coming out of, I think it was Dead Mouse or something back in the day, up dog, a belly up. And I am fucking, I'm on, I'm an upshaw world. I'm on a different planet. I am just, and I got these young girls with me and I'm thinking I'm the coolest guy in the world. And I'm not a huge hip hop guy, right? I know Drake, I know Snoop, I know Eminem, I know Dr. Dre. But I mean, I'm not a huge hip hop guy, right? And, and Fact Daddy at this time is real young, and I don't think Windbag noticed. But we came out of the cl- we came out of belly up, and we're waiting for our SUV to pick us up. And this guy, that you know, black guy, you know, asked to us, "Hey, where, where are you going? You know, where's the after party?" And I said, I turned to him and said, "Do you got any chicks with you?" And he said, "No." And I said, "Then you're not coming." And we jumped in the co- we jumped in the SUV, and as we were driving, Factor's like, "You know who that was, Oops." 
I said, I have no idea. Who, who was that guy? He's like, that was Nas. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why didn't you say something at the time, kid? Like, like, should we go back and get him? Like, it would have been a cool ride back. A cool ride. I could have became buddies with Nas. Totally. Like, what a meathead move, man. Yeah, it's it's actually, it was an incredible belly up for, you know, 200 people. And to see him, like, to go in there and know it's going to be, like, this cool, like, safe crowd. You're yeah. not, like, going into this huge stadium, like, you know, getting rowdy. This... <laughs> <laughs> this was this was pretty intimate and badass. Yeah, and he just he crushed. It. I'm not a huge hip hop guy either, but this guy was badass. Of course, Flowers was in his element. Just oh rapping. yeah, Flowers is a huge hip hop guy. Yeah, pretending he knew all the lyrics. <laughs> you got any girls? No, you're not coming. This <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, that was the way it was back then, right? Ups. I mean, that I, happens. I yeah, know, but, um, totally it happens. Listen, I wanted to talk to you in Uppies World here, the Australian Open. Yeah, starting January 14th. I know you're a big tennis guy. Uh, shout out to. The Australian beauty at our golf at our golf course. Who is the tennis pro? Uh, Ross? Ross. Ross. Oh yeah, Ross. Ross. Buddy, he's got one of Masters as a doubles. He's a beauty. Yep. Wimbledon, no? Wimbledon. Oh, that's what I. It's nice to say yeah, masters. masters. That's like the Masters of tennis. Sure yeah. is. Uh, so I was in the pool the other day, moving some water around, and I saw him. I said, "Fella, who do you like in in the Aussie Open?" My boy Updog's a big tennis guy. We're gonna be talking about it. I want I want some skin in the game. He said Alcaraz. So I went on DraftKings, baby. I checked it out. I got him at plus 300. So I put a G note on him to win 3,000. Um, I like my chances with this kid up, dog, yeah, right? Fast court down there? Yeah, it is a fast court. He's the fastest Listen, guy. Listen, the Joker, he has owned the Aussie Open. There's no way you cannot, and, and it's even money. I mean, just to be safe, you got to bet that. Long shot, Holger Rune. Who? He's healthy now, this Rune kid. Runer. He's badass. Well, just follow him on Instagram. He hits the ball like a fucking machine. He's plus 3,500. That's what, not a bad to just tickle that. What about the kid, the big left-hander that went far in the U.S. Open, the American kid? The lefty. What was his name? He his was, name was um, Blake Shelton. Yeah. Ben Shelton. He's serving at like 140 miles an hour. Yeah, he's he's not on his own continent, though. That was that was U.S. Open. I mean, he was using the crowd as advantage. He's plus 8,000 if you want to tickle it. Speaking of uh, his own continent, how, how's my boy, the Australian bad boy? I always butcher his name. What's his name? He hasn't been healthy. What's his name, though? His name is... Um, Kyrgios? Kyrgios. Kyrgios. I love that guy, man. He's not yeah, playing? He's not, no, he's not playing. I don't see him on here. He's not healthy. I don't think... I think he's still hurt. I think you gotta suck it up and play in your own national championship, even if you're hurt. No. Yeah, let's just curious. Is he tape the groins? I love that guy, man. He's when it comes to skill in the tennis court too. He's got tons of it, and then obviously his, his off court shenanigans is right up my alley. But I, I, he's not playing, huh? That, that's a bummer. Um. Yeah. I mean, curious is drawing the air at fans. So seemingly innocent response to the news that Rafael will be playing. Oh, I don't know. Oh. He's in the he's in the news chirping someone. He, I guess he's chirping Nadal for not playing in the open. He's always chirping somebody. Yeah, he lives his life with with the saying, "There's no such thing as bad press," which I kind of had throughout my NHL career too. That's why I love him. He's a bad no boy. press, bad press. Yeah, there's no such thing as bad press. So, Aussie Open, are you going to tickle it up? Yeah, I, I'm going to stick yeah, with Alcaraz. I'm going with the with, with the beauty. Aussie tennis pro, of course, uh, Ross, 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 yeah, Ross, yeah, Ross. You know what's great about the Aussie Open is you can get just you know, pin on the weekend and come home at like whatever time and put it on and it's live. That's like the that's like when the open championships on. Yeah. We used to go up to Reno for Mike Cachandy's golf tournament and we'd go play cards and come back up and keep the party going. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, open championships on. Fired on boys. So that's the same kind of thing. It's gonna be great. I'm looking forward to it. I like watching yeah. tennis. So it's the best. Up is world. Party time. Excellent. Missing curfew. Oh dog of the week up arr, dog. Arr. I gotta go to my boy Josh Manson in Colorado. Uh, he's battled a lot of injuries last year. Didn't play his best hockey last year. You could ask him. They even asked him about 2023, uh, heading into the new year. And he's like, 2023 was a terrible year for me. A lot of injuries. Yeah. Uh, he's back. He's a little dinged up right now, but he's been playing unbelievable. He's leading the team with 82 hits, five goals, seven assists, chipping in offensively, uh, averaging 17 minutes a night. And he's, and he's jumping up in the play. He's playing great. He's bringing that physical element to me. So, uh, he's our dog of the week, and I, I love this kid's game. Yeah, it's kind of like you, bud. Yeah. That's why you were like a young yeah. young Shane O'Brien. He's a better skater than me, probably. And he's got his cup, but listen, no, he plays the same <laughs> way. I'm, I'm just telling you, he plays the same way. And I'm, I'm sure within that group, he's a guy that um, they lean on. They lean on for physical, you know, physical play, stepping up on guys, finishing checks, sticking up for teammates. 
Um, but you're right. I remember Getsy when he was here just being like, listen, his potential is so high. He just has had these little tiny fucking nagging injuries. Yeah, he's always got something going on. And yeah, I know what that's like. But unfortunately, um, no, fortunately he's back. And like you just said, big reason why the Avs are back. Uh, yeah, he, he, he brings that physical element too, which is a dying thing in the league. Dying he, he's great. Um, listen, the Avs in general, talking about little nagging injuries, like Bo Byram's hurt again. Ah. Lekkonen's been out for three months since broke his neck i mean that's one that you got to take your time with but uh manson's out now miles wood was sick uh, last night they, they won the they beat the bruins in a shootout last night thank god because that was my insurance bet for the national championship i took the huskies getting five i thought it was going to be a, a tight game but yeah i know i took that i was on the right side of the national championship yeah michi i've been on the wrong side of the national championship the last four years like legit, I, I don't know why I bet it. I had a huge parlay with first first half. This was on DraftKings, by the way, and shout out to them for for those nice little things you can clip the the parlays. It was first quarter, yeah, first half mish, first quarter mish, first half mish, game mish, and then it was the over fifty five. You hit all those? No, oh, I, I didn't get the over. The over. I, Man, I that was, was a nice one. I, I did like you know it was plus seven hundred. It was a nice yeah. No, they have some good ones. You put out a nice little. You put out a nice little. Uh, well, actually, I put out the shots one a couple weeks ago. That was plus like twelve hundred. Shots, 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 shots. Yeah, did that one hit? That was a good one too. Little points. It was all D men getting one point. No, I, two for four. Isn't it? Isn't it funny though when you put those parlays and you look at them like you're like this is this is going to hit hundred percent. Like there's no way this isn't going to hit right. Pasternak over three and a half shots. There I was like no problem. Name for parlay because they parlay so cafe. That's yeah, that, about Mr. Impossible. Even t- even like tease and bets. Like I don't lose well, the big tease, tease is the perfect name for it. Yeah, because it's hard enough to win one bet. Now I got to win two. It's like you're, yeah, you're teasing te- me. Totally. Yeah. Exactly. Speaking of DraftKings, baby, I could have put this on the milk carton, but I I just put it in bad beats here. Weezy, baby, I love you, but your Calgary Flames, you're fighting for a playoff position. You go into the United Center and play a Chicago Blackhawks team without. I mean, I could go through the list of guys. You know, no Bernard, no Foligno, no Hall. Uh, the list goes on and on. They had a legit American League team, and this is no disrespect to guys that play in the American League. It's a good league. I played in it myself for longer than I wanted to. But if you're the Calgary Flames, you got to win that hockey game. Stupid me, fucking meathead. Minus 240 on the road. I take them, and they lay an egg up, dog. They played like shit. They weren't skating. And they lost to a glorified American League hockey team. This is, uh, it only reminds me of the time we bet the Toronto Blue Jays to beat the Kansas City Royals during COVID when they couldn't bring any of their players in. (laughs) Remember? And we sent it around to everyone we knew. We're like, lock. Lock. The biggest lock. Look at these guys. They're all AAA ball players. I sent it to you, and you're like, I hope I sent it to K Wash. I'm like, oh, (laughs) fuck, no, why? (laughs) And then, of course, those are the games that just bite you in the ass. Bite I mean, the listen, ass. the Calgary Flames. But you remember what it's like when you look across and you see all these, you know, and, and again, the Chicago Blackhawks, you know, I should be doing over and backs right now with the lineup they have yeah. to get ready. No, you play. should. Look at their lineup. You don't know anybody. Those are the games that you're kind of like, you know, the bounces go their way. These guys are just playing for their lives. They did get a couple of good bounces. Yeah, it's crazy. Was Marky in net? No. Ladar. So, yeah. So play your starter. Just fucking play harder. I hear you. Like if I'm in that Flames dressing room, we're we're winning that game. I don't care. What I'm, we're winning that hockey game. Like they have nobody. Yeah, that's that's a that's a quiet bus ride. But you know what? It's more. I should put myself on the milk cart because the Calgary Flames are not a good enough hockey team to ever risk minus two forty against them. I get Doesn't it. matter if they're playing me, you, and Loops. They're just not good enough to risk that much money. Spoken like a true hockey player. Yeah. Right. No. It's in- still embarrassing. It's still embarrassing to lose that hockey game, but. Up dog, my man, get this guy a blue light. My man, fella, fella. Presented by Blue Light, the pristine Pilsner. Enjoy your beers together so you can live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, NY. Up dog, my man, we're going to start with the Winnipeg Jets. Listen, the blue lights would be cold up there. You don't even need a cooler. You just throw them in the fucking snowbank outside your house or outside yeah. the dressing room. But listen, yeah, just don't put them in the room because these guys are hot. They're hot, man. First overall in the NHL, first of all, let's give some love to my former coach and a guy that you know and respect too is Rick Bonus. Bonesy. Bonesy. Listen, Bonesy, your hair still looks great. Your suits are good. 
If you're an NHL coach out there and you're trying to look at style, look at Rick Bonus. He keeps it simple. White yeah, shirt. Good point. Um, nice solid ties. Grays, blues, blacks. Simple. Bonesy, you look great. Skin looks good too. I don't know what you're doing up there in the cold wind, but it's working. <laughs> but listen up, Doc. They're 10-0-2 in their last 12. I did not see this coming, my man. When they re-signed Hellebach and Scheffler. Uh, no, that's not his name. No, Scheifele. Scheifele. And they, and they traded Blake Wheeler. Yeah, the Shifley, Scheffler, um, Shifley, Scheffler, and then the, who's the other golfer? Um, fuck that we always Alexander Sh- Shoffley. Those are hard to Shifley and Scheffler. Yeah, Obi. I always just I would never correct you because it's good hilarious. It. Yeah, I know, but it's just great because I, I know who you're talking about, and so do our fans. So it's just it's beautiful. It's good flow. It's good flow. But you would have never thought this at the end of last year with Bonesy was probably at a crossroads of should I even come back? Bonesy he thought about grabbing a place out here in Palm Springs, totally. just teeing it up. Him and Grant Fuhr. Yeah. You know what? Go down here with the old uh, Firebirds and just <laughs> well, I'll go scout some games here just for the love of hockey. I'll step in. Nice barn they got in Palm Springs, by the way. I, I but just I'd be golfing, playing golf, maybe Madison Club every now and then. Um, but listen, yeah, they buy out Blake Wheeler. They almost lost those two guys you said. And then a trade that might go down is one of the better trades for what would you agree? Better for I, Winnipeg? I here? would agree. And 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 listen, I don't know Pierre Luc Dubois. No. I don't know him. He's a big kid, but I, I have watched him enough and he wasn't happy in Columbus. You know, then he wasn't happy in Winnipeg. And granted, those are not two of the most fought, sought after places to play. But the Kings bring him in. The Kings are playing great, but the Kings bring him in. They already had Kopitar. They already had Philip Denault. Do you need Pierre-Luc Dubois? And listen, I, I knew how good Velarde was. Alex Iofolo is a good player too. It was a great trade by Shoveldey off that's paying off for these guys. Um, but man, listen, they're playing hard. The, the arena is back looking packed up. We talked about that earlier in the season about yeah, we questioned them. No, once. we actually we, we sized up and we challenged the Winnipeg Jet fans early and said, "Guys, you, you know what?" Then he even Timu Solani, we asked him, "But totally. you know what happens here when we don't support your squad? They leave. They leave. You know, and they and then they get pissed off. They don't win. But but you know what? Hats off to these Jets for showing up, playing hard. Arguably the hottest team in the NHL right now. And you know what it's like getting into this January, February, March. Other teams coming into Winnipeg Dude, have to I stay see. in those." Crusty hotels. I saw, I saw a picture of Adam Fentali was up there. I guess Columbus must be playing them either tonight or tomorrow. They were right out there on Portage of Maine, him and his two teammates, and they had scarves and everything. Oh, it just looked so cold. Up here. It looked so cold. I agree. But listen, when you're in Winnipeg, you got great fans. Things are rolling. You're excited. Listen, you, I was there in Vancouver when we were good. You're excited to get to the rink. These guys are playing with a lot of passion, man. And listen, it's Rick Bonus. Obviously, great goaltending, but listen. This team is legit uppy. And right now in the NHL, if I would have told you at the start of the year, if we could have draft, betted on DraftKings, who would be first and second in the NHL? It's the Winnipeg Jets and the Vancouver Canucks right now. Impressive. It's good for hockey. It's good for Canada hockey. Yeah. That's great. It is. So, uh, Updog, one of, you, one of your boys from your Florida Panthers. My boy, Alexander Barkov, played in his 700th game on Saturday against the Avs. He is now the all-time leading Florida Panther to play games played. Um, I'm not surprised. Guy's a pro. Uh, what I like about him is is he's also a great leader. You t- we talk to Matty Kachuk all the time. Um, the, the Florida Panthers, you know, in the last two, three years, you know, since the Huberto trade, since Matty's come in, they had this excellent year last year, you know, under their new coaching staff and under their new kind of just that well, the way they play, this guy's leading the charge, and um, I'm happy for him. It's an incredible feat. A lot of Florida Panthers come through there, and, and you, when you play there, you don't ever want to leave there. Oh, so especially good on now. You. And it's not an easy place to play because you gotta you gotta put aside the fact that you're driving in your because you're fucking in South Beach all the time. Yeah, you gotta get back to Fort listen, Lauderdale. You gotta get back to South Beach. You gotta get back to Fort Lauderdale. It's tough. Damn city almost <laughs> took me down. Um, it's uh, it's it's this is great. So, congrats to him. Get this guy a blue light, Alexander Barkov. Yeah, and then staying with the Florida Panthers, our boy Matty Kachuk, Chucky, uh, two hundredth career goal the other night against the Avalanche. Listen, they went in there and put it to the Avs, eight four. The Avs are the best team in the NHL at home. Nathan McKinnon has still got he's got a twenty four game point streak at home. It was a statement win for them. Chucky, congratulations on two hundred snipes, fella. Um, they've won seven straight. They're playing the St. Louis Blues tonight. 
How drunk is Big Walt going to get at that game? Oh, night? it's going to be great. Will he go to Obi Clark's before and after the game? Probably, I right? would imagine so. Yeah. Probably have the sprinter van bring him in and back. Yeah. I love this. I love this Panthers team. Yeah. Paul Maurice, and you know, shout out to my former defensive coach, my favorite D coach, Sylvain Lefebvre. Yeah, they got something going here. Up exactly I'm telling you, that the staff there, um, you know, they're enjoying life too, right? And it's just like Paul Maurice, man. Why have a D? You got to. Who doesn't want to play hard for that guy? He's a beauty. Beauty. I got it. We got to get him on somehow. Yeah, I love got to get him on. Up dog, my man, the bat blue. Fellas out there, lots of things are better together, as we know, like playoff hockey or barbecuing with your boys, teeing it up, going to music festivals. Everything is better with Labatt Blue. But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some Labatt Blue lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA in Buffalo, New York. Get this team a blue light. I don't even know if they're old enough to drink. Eh? Under 20, so technically they're not allowed to drink. So maybe we shouldn't get them blue lights. But listen, Team USA. Who am I kidding? They're drinking. Team USA, the 2024, they won the gold medal up, dog. Listen, I'm going to say this. We, we, we've we talked. We're, we're going to get a World Cup next year of some some sort. We don't know if it's going to be four teams or, or, or what Bettman's going to do. But you look at that projected lineup for Team USA. And I know we got McDavid, McKinnon, Crosby, McCarr, Theodore. I get it. I got it. That team looks good. Yeah. And that World Junior team, when I watch Team USA, they are locked and loaded. USA hockey is in a very good place. As a Canadian, I'm concerned. I'm concerned, yeah. up dog. But Listen, what did you think of them winning the tournament? Yeah, it, was, it, it was great. They were favored. They, uh, they had an incredible squad. Coached by Matt Carl's brother, who I guess was a good player back in the day. And I never knew. Was D-Man Matt Yeah, Carl? Matt Carl. I played with him in Philly. I His brother Tampa. was the head coach. Um, so congrats on that. I mean, he's. How nice of a guy was Matt Carl? He was a great guy. He was so nice. Eh? He was just solid. Good. Yeah, made good plays. Yeah. Played a long time. Um, but you know what? I will say this, and, and this isn't just you know me being a Canadian and you know losing two gold medals before, but there's only been a couple teams that really drive me nuts when they win a gold medal just by their antics. And I'm not saying they're not happy winning and they're not, you know, they don't deserve the right to do whatever they want, but kissing to the crowd and like, we even you just it was a little drove me a little nuts watching it actually. I'll tell you what, you and you and Pat Peter O'Brien, Peter called me, said, Do you see these American kids blowing kisses? I, I, I wave into the crowd and even when they're getting their gold medal and doing it, I, I mean, listen, I know your family's there. My family was there, but I've only seen Russia act like that before and it drove me nuts. And I had something against like I play with Radulov, right? But I had something against that kid for so long. Even on my team, I'm like I watch you grab your flag and run it around and like do this. Canada has a little bit of class when it comes to winning like that. Big when time. it comes to just different, you know, I don't know, to call it different countries and the way you act uh, with the pride. America, I'm not saying this is all on you, but some of these kids, the way they acted, and I was not shocked that the Swedes ended up wanting to fight them at the end of the game. Yeah. Like, I mean, I just, I mean, it was driving me nuts watching it, and it wasn't because I wasn't cheering for the U.S. I think these kids were great and they deserve to win they were the best team in in the tournament i'll tell you what you team me up it's milk carton time here it's milk carton time we'll get back to team usa but listen at the end of the game sweden was fired up usa versus sweden i get it i get it swedes are not known for for fighting and and you know usa what they're college guys i get it but drop your fucking gloves yeah. are you kidding me uh, you're gonna get your... suspended you might get suspended for your first ever world championship game probably but I... You, you drop your gloves. Drop you your gloves, man. Yeah, I, I what agree. is going on? I turned it on. And I'm looking at this going, this, this looks like, I don't even know what it looks like. My nephew's hockey. Porter. Porter would have dropped his gloves. Like, come on, fellas. Like, I'm putting you on the milk carton. I love the passion by the Swedes. Losing at home as you, you've you you've had that feeling. You know what it feels like. I, I'm sure it's the worst feeling in the world. And if you want to fight, please, for the love of God, drop your gloves. It's a horrendous look for hockey. The little reputation we have left of being a tough sport here. Yeah. For please drop your gloves. So, and for Team USA up dog, listen, they had 10 first rounders. It wasn't Canada's deepest squad. I'm just saying, USA hockey, it, they are I, good. If I'm Canada, I'm they're looking good. at what do they do? Because well, whatever they they're doing with their, with their, with their, Euros, with their national program, it's working. Yeah. Well, it's these working. guys are all buddies. They, they've grown up together. They're, you know, their pool is, a, it's a bigger pot to pick from. And they're great. They're getting great academies, great coaching. 
And the fact, and I would say this, the fact that they do have this national program that they go to at 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, and they're all around each other and they're getting handpicked from, you know, some great places in the U.S. Now you have, there's such a demographic change of Florida. You have Matthews and, you know, Scottsdale being born there. You have kids in California. There's just, yeah, it's coming. They're, yeah. they're, they're here. And, and I would, I would say to, I guess hockey Canada or all these guys that are coaching these teams. Like I, I get the games changed. I get it. I, I get it. But what we used to have against these teams in this tournament was intimidation. Now there is no intimidation. Nothing. These guys are not scared one bit to play Canada. In no. fact, they're licking their chops to play us a little bit because Sweden had more talent this year. The States had more talent. Finland to me looked like they had more talent than Canada. And I would say to the Canadian lads back home, fellas, take it personal. Like, when you go and represent your country, I was never lucky enough to. You did. You're the captain of the team. I get the rules changed, but we're Canadians, man. Fucking still be physical, get in their face, and play hard, and you can still intimidate these kids. Yeah. And we don't have that, and if we want to go skill for skill against these countries, we're going to end up on the outside looking in more than we are up, dog. And as a Canadian, I watched that tournament, I'm like, besides the geeky kid who I loved... Listen, I didn't see a whole so, lot. And, and it's so hard. It's a fine line to play physical over there. It's like you hit some guy and immediately the ref is just like, he's just out to complete lunch and he's holy. Puts his hand up and then he, then he's like, what did, what am I have? What do I got to call here? The guy's down because he totally. got rocked. I'm now talking, I got to call him. I'm talking. You're right. You're 100% right. And, and you played the tournament. You dealt with the officials. The, 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 the international officials have always been garbage. They're more garbage than they've ever been. I'm talking about getting these guys' faces. No, I know. It's, Give them a little fuck you stare. You know, give him a little cross check. Tell him like, "Hey, I'll, I'll drop the gloves. I don't care." I still don't think that's gone. Oh, We're Canadians. The U.S. The Throw US. a rock and sock him before the tournament. Uh, look at you know uh, Rucker. What's his name? The, the captain. This <laughs> for kid, who? For U.S. Oh, he's yeah. tough and he's you know we they don't they don't care. The U.S. basically didn't care what Canada was going to come in to do. They didn't care what Sweden obviously did. They they were just they felt like this was their tournament to win and they and they did it. And what you're saying is is best on best, they're kind of right there now. It's they they would they I mean top to bottom this year and we'll give it Canada we'll, they won, Canada won last year with Bernard and the boys. You can't win every year, I get it. But yeah. just overall when I look at this tournament and you can call me a dinosaur and an old fucking plug, whatever you want to call me, I don't care. We used to go in there and intimidate these guys. Yeah, I know. And now it's not there. In fact, we look like one of the softer teams when I watched. I know. Don Sherry, wherever he's watching is unloving, I guarantee that. So Totally. I don't know, boys. If you're listening out there and you're a young kid, I love I love the CHL, I love the Ontario Hockey League, but uh, I'd like to see that intimidation back up, dog. Uh, back up the brakes, truck fella. Beep, beep, back her up. It's in Toronto right now. Where does Nylander live? He probably lives in like Yorkville or something or, or where do the rich people live? Uh, yeah, they the live peaches? in... No, they live... Yeah. Or where... where no, Yorkville. Where's Travis live? North York? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Where... Well, all, all I know is we'll be going there here in a couple yeah, of Yeah, Toronto, we're coming in hot and be ready. Listen, back up the Briggs truck. William Nylander, eight years, 92 bananas. Uh, he's got 57 points in 35 games or something like that. I watched him play the other night in Anaheim, six style. He wears his hockey pants a little too high for my liking. If I was Matthews and the boys, I'd tell him to bring those nut huggers down a little bit. Listen, Uppy, we all know that the Leafs now have, you know, what is it? With Morgan Riley, five guys. Making fifty-four million dollars. They don't have a goalie, although Martin Jones is playing well. They need a defenseman to play with Morgan Riley. I get what Brad's got to do here, and Tavares comes off the books after next year. After next year, yeah. What do you think of this deal? I, I mean, it's it's a great deal for him, and it it helps the whole league get to uh you know get to that floor for being a top player. I mean, he's making more than Pasternak now, which Pasternak signed a year ago. Um, and is arguably NHL's second best goal scorer uh, modern day in the last couple of years. Do I think William Nylander is um, is a $92 million player on any team in the league? Yeah. Do I think Toronto is now forced for the next couple of years to to grind it out? What, what did Matthew sign for? Four years? Five years. Five years? Was it five? 13.25, I believe it was. So it was four or five years. So, but as you look that up, I'm saying you're giving away, you know, next year, hoping that the cap goes up enough that these three guys will be good enough to get you to the promised land because you're not, you're not filling out a whole lineup of 20 players 
He signed a four-year four year deal for Matthews. Yeah, so so cancel out with, with Tavares. That leaves Matthews with three more years. Are Holy. you saying that you're going to be able to reconstruct your team with a goalie, g- give yourself a couple more defensemen, and give yourself – these guys have lost in the playoffs because of depth, not just because of star players not scoring goals, but because like playoff time it gets hard, and winning in the playoffs it's your depth guys that usually get you get you out of these tough situations. I don't. I agree. I still think Brad Treliving. Listen, he get, his quotes on anytime you can sign a great player to a long term deal, you, you gotta like you gotta do it. Well, these guys have held you over the coils, and you could have signed this guy last year to you know eight and a half, nine million bucks probably. Yeah. Now he bent you over the coils in a in a still in a cap system. It's hard. Three guys making all that money. It's not. Yeah. Perfect. They they got him at the peak. Of, yeah. of how good he's like is he ever going to be any better than he is right now i don't mm-hmm. i don't know like i just think like his stock is at the top i, I don't know I, I think he'll be this player for the next five years but is he gonna ever buy get- high sell low yeah yeah but listen Tavares says one more year 11 that he comes off the books and, and he'll be so he'll be 35 years old going on to his 35 and then tree says hey you know john we'll bring you back for what four million bucks or three million bucks TJ Brody comes off the books after this year at five bananas, which I think is a lot for Broads. Cap's going to go up. I do think I do think Matthews is going to win one in Toronto, and he may win it before this contract's up. Well, win but a, they ain't. I do think Matthews will win, win a, a cup trophy, no, or? a cup in Toronto. Okay, but he ain't winning it this year. No, no, they're not going to win this. They're year. not winning, even though year. the East is what it is. You're still not the best. Yeah. But, I guess what I'm saying up, dog, is I think Brad's looking at it that he's got till 2028 with Austin Matthews side. Now, I don't know if he'll keep his job that long, but he's got at least three years here. He's got three years to do something, I would say. So he signs William Nylander. He gets that taken care of. To me, what do they do with Mitch Marner? You know, we're going to get into the Drysdale thing. You know, I think Jamie Drysdale's going to be a hell of a right-handed defenseman. Yeah. I'm Brad Trelev, I'm like, hey, uh, you want Marner? We'll take a first rounder in Marner. You can have you can have Marner. We'll take Drysdale in a first rounder. I mean, if you got Nylander, do you need Marner? They're they're the same fucking player, and yeah. I like Nylander better. It's a good point, and it's a it's it's going to be a question that's going to arise when they don't win in the first. You know, say, say they don't get out of the first round again this year. There's going to be it's going to be fire sale up there again. Yeah, it's just not fire sale that's selling everyone, but I mean, it's going to be commotion in the ocean. How do we fix this? And the answers are what we have still the same four guys that have been here for five years. Yeah, and to me, they don't give a fuck about when they lose. They don't care what people say. They all got their money. They're all rich. They leave town. Now they know how to play in that. You know, it takes a certain guy to be able to play in Toronto for sure. And I like Nylander. I like his game. Yeah, I no, think he's sick. He's worth I just the don't money. think I don't think you need Marner and Nylander. And like I said, when Tavares comes down from 11 million, if they want to resign him for a lot less, and I, Tavares is playing great, but his contract at 11 bananas for a Marner's second line center, Marner's going to have the no trade clause too, right? Oh yeah, they all got no moves. So heads all, up, no move, no. But I think I think you could spin it to Mitch Marner. Hey, listen, we're going to change you to Anaheim. You're going to go out there and play with McTavish and Zegris and live in California. I just think I think Jamie Drysdale is going to be a hell of a right-handed defenseman, and I know it probably would have taken more than just that. Leafs fans, I get it, but I watched Marner play the other night live, and to me, Nylander was way better. Yeah, no, he's been a better player yeah. the last I would say the last two years, and in the playoffs last year, he was better. Um, and he's playing at the top of his game. He's worth the money, yeah. and he probably could have got it anywhere if not more. Totally, and we, we as ex-players, we want everyone to get paid. So good on you, fella. Break out the MX. Team dinner on Nylander. No kidding. Uh, go to Park, our buddy's restaurant. Travis, get a little team meal there, Willie. Around the National League, Drysdale. We'll start right there, Up Dog. You're a former flyer. You love playing there. Um, Cutter Gauthier says, I don't want to be a Philadelphia flyer. I'm taking my talents to Orange County. I love Jamie Drysdale. Let me touch on him. I sent him a text. Told him to say hi to Torch for me. Told him, I said, listen, kid. Torch is a good man, an honest man. Yeah, he's a little crazy sometimes, but you can always talk to him. Uh, Jonesy's a beauty. Good luck. And then he texts back, and you said, good number. He's wearing up dogs, old number nine. I think this guy helps him right away. I, I want the Philadelphia Flyers to make the playoffs. I know Jonesy and, D- and Danny B and them, that's not the expectation. But me personally, I want him to get in, and Jamie helps him right now, up dog. Yeah, I agree. Um, number nine, great number. 
I do have a funny story. When I walked in, uh, got to New York City to play my first game with the Flyers, and in my stall was number 10. Right, and I walked in, and I, I of course you've been traded before, right? You kind of peek, you peek at the numbers. Ever. You peek at the numbers available, and I was like, man, nine's available, right? And I was always nineteen growing up, but in Nashville, David Poyle basically didn't even give me an option; he just gave me seven. Um, and then, so anyway, I came in, and I got Derek Settlemeyer, nasty. I got I got Brick, who's you know our our skate guy. And anyway, I'm like, is there any way? Like, I looked at, is anyone wearing nine? Like, nine. I know it's a great number. You know, I know I just go back with nine and he's like, let me call Homer quick. So he calls Holmgren and he says, up dog wants number nine. And Homer, I guess on the call was like, he wants nine, doesn't he? He wants nine. Let's give him nine. So, so nasty within like a warm ups to the game had taken down the, the 10, which was Leclerc too. It's a badass number to wear. I just wanted to wear nine. I thought it looked faster or whatever. Leaner. Cooler. Leaner. Yeah. And he's like, Felt. Homer, eh? He wants nine. Let's give him nine. Yeah. That's so fucking cool. Yeah. Like, Homer's a badass. So that was, anyway, that was badass. So Drysdale, <laughs> good luck with the number nine. I think Drysdale, like you just said, is is everything uh, a team needs. He needed a new change. Uh, it wasn't working here in Anaheim for him. He's, he was a little bit banged up. He missed all last year. I love what he's been in the league since he was young, 18. And he's got a lot of upside. So but potential top two pair. Uh, for me. Anyway, should we talk about what, you know, modern day NHL players are, are saying coming out of the draft? Um, you know, for me, I play for the Flyers. I know what it I know what it takes to wear the jersey. I know what it takes to show up and play in front of their fans all the time, which could be a could be a bonus, could be not. If you're soft, not the team to play for. If you're scared, not the team to go in and have to play or or to play for because you can't hide in Philly. No. Whether it's the fans, the coaches, you know, the, the the people working at the rink, they know when you don't play hard. I would say this. I listened to this kid. You know, he's at the draft. This was all over. Obviously, all these, you know, those broke the internet yesterday, what what happened. But, you know, he, he's wearing his Flyers jersey. People are asking him, so talk about who your favorite player is. And there's a clip where he's like, it's Sidney Crosby. Everything Sidney Crosby's done is, you know, I, I looked up to him. I used to shoot pucks into the dry, into the dryer and the washing machine when I was a kid just to be like Sidney Crosby. And then I'm waiting and I'm like, okay, so what else are you going to say? You're wearing a Flyers jersey. You now say, I can't wait to play against Sidney Crosby. I can't wait to take cross him. Cross-check You know, cross-check him. can't wait to cross-check Because he was my favorite player, but now I'm wearing the Flyers jersey. So in my head, I'm like, he's obviously, he, he's he's dumb or he's not He's not aware of like, yeah. How is much there any hockey IQ? So he obviously, maybe it was a plan, so right from day one to not play. But you know that quote right there. Maybe his DMs just flooded with Flyer fans being like, "Are you crazy? You think we're gonna allow you to just talk about Sidney Crosby like that? You know, he's taken three cups from us in the last, you know, fifteen years. Yeah. So, so I would say he started off on the wrong foot, and you know, maybe he's either the most, you know, genius person ever. To not play there, and now he's stuck well, here in Anaheim. His lifestyle is going to be a lot better out here. It than will it be, be, and I, I'm sorry I'm going on in this but rant. I, but I would say, you know, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, I, I would say if I'm a young kid looking at what they're building in Philly, and maybe I'm biased because I love Keith Jones, I respect John Tortorella. I think they're building something good there. And if I'm a young player, ultimately you want to be part of a good organization. There's good fans. Now, as a veteran guy that played through the league and sitting here at 40 years old, I'd rather play for the Anaheim Ducks and live down here. But listen, if you don't want to be a flyer, like Jonesy said, you don't want to be a flyer, you're not going to be a flyer. I think Jamie's Drysdale is going to help them out tremendously. I think Torch will be good for him. And like Torch said, he's a right-handed D-man that can move, can pass the puck. Those things don't grow on trees up, dog. So I think it's going to be a great trade for the flyers. I think he's going to jump right in and do a hell of a job. You're right. We will see. I, I like him. I, where do you peg him in there? Where does he play? Does I put he play it with, with Sanheim right hell away. Hell yeah, right away. Right away Let's I go. put it with Sanheim. Now I hope, like I know he had a bad kind of groin the last like couple months if he's healthy he's going to go in and make such a difference for this team yeah. it's it's night and day he's like yeah. the young little chemo team and coming in there to to like make the right pass make the right play hold on to the puck and he can you know and he can skate like the wind yeah i agree i agree uh we'll save Connor bedard for thursday fella we're gonna i i don't want to rush it here so we'll save Connor bedard in the hit for our fella friday show let's yeah thursday, for sure fella. but hey good to see you Welcome back. Jamie Drysdale, good luck in Philly. We're pulling for you boys here at Missing Curfew. Max Hall Pass Media, fella. That was Missing Curfew, fella.
up dog fella, if you're at the bar, club, or better yet on the golf course, and you look over at the fellas to order something, and they all freeze up. Well, I'd tell them, hey, boys, loosen up. But what would you do, fella? Exactly. Have some confidence, fellas. Or as Jagermeister calls it, confidence. If everyone's struggling, here's what you do. Just order for the table. A round of ice-cold Jagermeister shots. Damn, that's cold. Because apparently, up dog, we've all been drinking Jagermeister wrong. I guess so. And how do you think we should be drinking it? The fellas at Jagermeister... They wanted at zero degrees Fahrenheit, Uppy. You know what? Thinking back, oh, when that cart girl comes around the path, Obes, and the boys are thirsty, and you're just wishing, damn, I'd love just a nice cold shot of Jagermeister. So wherever you are, if you're hanging with friends or at the bar, call the shots, fellas. Cheers with ice cold shots of Jagermeister. Damn, that's cold. And remember to check Jagermeister out at www.draftkings.com xjagermeister.com drink responsibly jagermeister liqueur 35 percent alcohol by volume imported by mast jagermeister us white plains new york 